Hey there, we are happy to be back after a little bit of time off. We have a movie night pick of the week for you this week, as well as a Tom Cruise-inspired quiz that Lyndon put together for Rodney and I. But before we get to any of that, I just want to take a second to thank our sponsor, which is Taste. Taste is an app that is free to download in Google Play as well as the uh, Apple Store. Um, And it is, without question, the coolest movie app that we've seen recently. Basically what it does is it allows you to rate movies right on your phone. And the more movies you rate, uh, the more it gets to know your taste. And the reason it wants to know your taste is because it personalizes recommendations for you. Uh, It tells you what movies are streaming on Netflix, on HBO Go, on Amazon Prime. Um, and it also provides different types of genres or moods you might be in and a movie that would fit that. So it is without question our favorite recent app. And again, it is sponsoring the show. Be sure to download Taste today. This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Bear. It's Black Hawk Down with Aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky... Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer garden. Beer garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Welcome back. And I do mean welcome back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. I don't think we planned it that way. And every time I would hear other podcasts say like, oh, wow, it's been a few weeks now. We're back at it. I'm always thinking like, guys, get your act together. It's not that hard to put out an episode every week. Yet here we are after what feels like years, frankly. Lyndon, welcome back. Rodney, welcome back. Here we are. You know, I thought it was an appropriate amount of time. After we all saw each other in person, I think I needed the hiatus for for one. I mostly just needed the time to evaluate if I still wanted to work with Lyndon. And here we are. So, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's official. Uh, what also is official is that our show is saving everyone 115 hours a year searching for movies to watch. Chet, if I gave you gifted wrapped with a bow 115 hours i need you to tell me right now what you do what i do with it well recently i've been getting more active going back to the gym a little bit eating healthier getting just because outside. you're about to get married just for my overall well-being you know it, it's he avoided the question it, it's not not because i'm about to get married <laughs> but it's it's also for my i mean i've always been a relatively active person but then i go through these phases where i just eat fast food and so now i'm kind of back to like all right let's get healthy let's get outside so one of these nights recently i uh i, I got my my trusty basketball and i uh i drove down the street to this this outdoor basketball court uh, I was going to get some shots up, you know, just kind of get a little workout in, not not really just, you know, something I could do for fun, but also be healthy. <clears throat> I take one shot, Rodney, and as soon as the ball hits the rim, so I didn't swish it, if you're wondering, it was not a swish, I hit the rim, there was a clanker, uh, wasps come swarming out <laughs> of the hoop and sting me twice on the head. I had to run away. And the problem is I left my keys in <laughs> my phone right at the bottom of basically right where the the, the, the post was. So like, I left it right there on the floor, on the grass. And so I ran away from these swarming wasps. But they were all swarming right above the my phone and my keys. So I couldn't do anything. So I'm locked out of my car. <laughs> yeah. And they're swarming. Mm-hmm. And I, I start remembering things that I've read online where like if you get stung, like, then the venom attracts yeah. the other ones, and you're more likely to get stung again. With the, like... with the wasp, were you looking for the Ant-Man? <laughs> well, that's the thing, is I was going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp that night. I really was. And then I was like, ah, I'll do something healthy instead. <laughs> and then I got stung by wasps. Mm. So 
Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Disney. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> involved. Uh, well, there's more to the story, uh, Lyndon. Uh, after that happened, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm just kind of waiting for these things to like die down. Like you just go back to sleep or whatever you were doing. I'm sorry I pissed you off, but I just need to get my phone and my keys and we'll both part ways, me and the wasps. But they're just swarming angrily. Like I can't, I, like I'm, I'm out there for a good 25, 30 minutes just staring, just staring yeah. at them, waiting for them to go away. Pretty worried at this point. Like, at, at this, Macaulay Culkin in My Girl worried you're going to get killed by bees. <laughs> what a terrible way at to this, go. You know what I was thinking, though? <laughs> Truly was thinking. I remember thinking, like, man, if I did have my phone but not my keys, I'd be Googling how many wasp stings can you survive before death? Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, well, I could just make a run for it, just snag them and keep sprinting away. But, again, I'm thinking – I've been stung twice. I have the venom in me. I'm going to attract all of this swarm. And they're just going to be chasing me. And the only thing that was the only thing that was next to me was the bar that the Jake Gyllenhaal movie was filmed at. That one mm-hmm. that I pointed out to you guys. Uh, yeah. So I could have like sprinted into there with. Well, anyway, I didn't have to do that. And here's why: Who comes bicycling down the road? <laughs> my, much like in My Girl, listening to probably Blended. the Something Borrowed soundtrack. <laughs> much like My Girl, good old Rodney comes bicycling down the road in his pink my girl, <laughs> his, <laughs> his pink flip flops, and goes, They're "Hey, red. what's up?" They're not red. They are not. In no way are they ever red. Uh, and I, so I told him what was going on. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I can't get my phone or my keys. Like, I already got stung. I'll probably get stung again if I go over there." And so he's like, "Do you want me to go ride my bike?" And scoop up the keys and the phone for you. And so sure enough, he just pedals fast, great reaches down, scoops up my phone, scoops up my keys, turns around and pedals out of there. Like a talented polo Like player. a hero. And, and did you get stung at all? No, I didn't get stung. Yeah, because yeah, you're a real man. Because I'm Ant-Man and they, 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 know, <laughs> they know better. But... Uh, Chad, I don't know what your 115 lesson was going to be here, but I'm going to make the lesson because what the lesson should be it is was mostly just that sometimes we use extra time to be healthy, but I should have just gone to see Ant-Man in the Wasp no, 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 instead. No, 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 your, your answer to the 115 <laughs> question, because I knew you're going to be at that basketball court because you told me before you left that you're going to go shoot hoops. I said, I really wouldn't go to that basketball hoop. So your lesson should actually be with 115 hours, you should listen to me for those 115 hours. Worst lesson ever. <laughs> well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course, it's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. All right, so the movie of the week is American Made. Top of your class in the Civil Air Patrol, pilot like you shouldn't be flying buses. Haven't you ever wanted something more, Barry? You should be serving your country. Your CIA. <sighs> This can be found on Amazon Prime. Uh, so as we try to do every week, we find one that is accessible to you. Uh, it's an hour and 55 minutes long. It's an action, but it's also a based off a true story. So it's a biography in a sense, uh, as well as a comedy. Um, the cast is Tom Cruise, Domhnall Gleeson, Sarah Wright, and Jesse Plemons. And it is directed by Doug Lehman, who also directed Edge of Tomorrow and The Born Identity. Good old Tom Cruise. <laughs> Did I say Tom Cruise? No, he had Tom. I was trying. I just changed. I, oh, Chad paused for a second, thinking that I was talking about where to find it. I was looking at Tom Cruise. <laughs> and you see Doug Lyman wedge up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Lennon, your notes are all so, so typing. I do not pay attention. Edge of tomorrow typing. became wedge of Tamiri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Um. Anyway, Lennon, what's this movie about? 
So this is, like you said, based on a true story about a pilot called Barry Seal, who gets recruited by the CIA in the late 70s, is uh, to take photos as he's like flying through South America, and he eventually gets caught by the eye of the Medellin cartel associated with Pablo Escobar, who needed a man with like basically to fly drugs into America. So he becomes a drug. He ends up becoming a drug trafficker, a gun smuggler, a money launderer, and he acquires the title the Gringo that always delivers. And this is Tom Cruise at his charming best, and it's a real like breakneck film that never stops. It's a lot of tension that has a gleeful recklessness with the whole film, and you don't believe it's a true story. And some of it is a bit uh, bending the truth slightly, but it's like I describe it as Goodfellas, but much more funny. Agreed. Well, I was, you were looking at me like... <laughs> Longest uh, pause ever. I was well, just looking at him like... It, well, Chet was like right at the microphone, and then he didn't say anything, so... This is where uh, I live. I live right here. In your earbuds. <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think this this might be my... Hmm, that's dangerous to say. One of my favorite Tom Cruise movies, especially of recent. Um, you know, you... Dangerous I feel like, in the sense that you might get mixed up with Scientology? Dangerous in the sense that he might come after me, okay. um, but you know, I, there's 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 some good Tom Cruise movies there in history. But this one, um, Lyndon, like you said, a ton of fun. I think from the from the outset, I wasn't I wasn't overly excited to see it. I feel like I was most memorable because uh, when we did the Night Owls interview, they were on their way to go see it, and I remember thinking like a Tom Cruise movie. Who actually wants to go see a Tom Cruise movie? Um, and from the second this one started to to when it ended. Um, I was on for the ride. I loved it. And I, I watched this on the flight over to visit you guys. I was expecting to fall asleep to it and not really enjoy it, and I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, when you guys made me watch it this week, and, and <laughs> you're like, hey, I think this is the one we're doing. Chad, have you seen it? No, I haven't. <laughs> when I when I started putting it on, I was like, oh, I'll just kind of have it on as I do other things, but I got sucked in right away. 15 minutes went by, and I was really hooked. Well, that's good to know because if you were going to watch it while doing other things and still want to pretend to make a good recommendation of it, that would not be a genuine representation of our podcast, would it? I call that the Rodney experience. Uh, <laughs> I watch all the movies we recommend, whether I like them or not. Rodney, what were the uh, ratings? Uh, so the ratings uh, currently on IMDb, it is a 7.2. Um, what did you give it? I gave it an 8. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Give it an 8. I also gave it an 8. I wow. Think yeah, Good I th- score. yeah, I think it's a uh, it's it's just a really fun movie. Definitely, and I feel like there are some scenes still still that I remember that um, I don't know. There's something about Tom Cruise then having to interact with the the Colombian cartel. Wait, Colum- yeah, he's Colombian. Um, yeah. that just I loved it. I love the idea that he was in that situation. That it's Tom Cruise and not not actual Barry Seal. <laughs> Why don't we see what the uh, the professionals have to say? Hey, 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 I like you a lot. All right, so the professionals, 86% of them, give it a thumbs up. Well, that's that's Rotten Tomatoes, baby. Is that how they rank it? <laughs> Guys, Is that how that works? <laughs> we need you to send us a, a selfie of you giving us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. And that'll be your rating. And then, you know, somebody's job is to look through all the pictures and say, like, ah, you know, we got another guy who sent a sideways picture. I can't quite tell. Just, just <laughs> say it's thumbs down. <laughs> um, yeah, 86%. That's 
where there's no way i feel like the least the least value that this this podcast adds is when we start talking about rotten tomatoes <laughs> 86 percent say the thumbs up sideways <laughs> by old guys well 86 percent and 7.2 are two very strong scores sometimes we see one or the other being strong but this is an example of both the critics and the fans really enjoying this movie Again, it's it's accessible to you on Amazon Prime. We think it's worth your movie night. Lyndon, why don't you tell us what the best and worst reviews were? So let's start the worst. And as we've had a bit of a hiatus, let's bring our old friends back. It's Slant. Oh, boy. Goodness gracious. You guys got to stop with this. What? Are, you guys? He it's did both it. I, Lyndon did it. I <laughs> said you guys. Yeah, you've also done it. No. You both, plural, have done it. I hardly even know who they are. When I, when I rang in today, the first thing Roddo said was, we've got to talk about Slam. <laughs> well, what does it say? So it says, Doug Lyman may effectively maintain a madcap energy through to the end, but unlike Adam McKay or Martin Scorsese, he isn't all that interested in in, in <laughs> explicating the explicating the complex inner workings of vast criminal enterprises. I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> so I, I should have chosen it. It's so first of all, written. you couldn't have read it any worse than you did. Yeah, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Like I don't know. My bad. I don't know if it's late over there right now. I don't know what your day has been like, but that was a struggle. You don't yeah. know if it's late I don't over know. there, I don't as, know. If, it's, well, as don't. if it's like a riddle. No, in the sense that he works weird, weird hours. I don't know. No, if it's late. I've had it. I've had a day off the, today with the kids. It's been a, more tiring than work. All right. Well, I mean, this is this is the the normal rubbish that comes from slant. Rubbish. I don't even want to give them the time to break down what they're saying. Basically, they don't like it, but eighty six percent of the reviews did like they, it. So they saying they had got good energy, but they don't go into enough detail about the criminals. Right, but mm, it's not really whatever. about the criminals as much as it is about yeah. Barry Seal. But um, it's about. But he doesn't go into much detail about it. He just gets his whole character is just caught in the middle, just going along with everything that happens. Yeah, I no, I I kind of agree with you. The best review comes from the Los Angeles Times. American Made is a smart, nervy film, a very modern entertainment made with energy, style, and a fine sense of humour that keeps us amused until gradually, almost imperceptibly, the laughter starts to stick in our throats. I feel like that one's kind of well-written. Yeah, although yeah. stuck in our throats. I, last night uh, at dinner, I, I was eating some gumbo with rice, and I had a grain of rice stuck in my throat for hours. And I was coughing hysterically at the dinner table while we were having these discussions for mm. hours for hours so that's all i can think about but i guess it's probably a good review as i'm well. glad we have a medical professional online does it get stuck in your throat or isn't it in your lungs and your cilia are trying to push it out of your lungs uh i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that i don't think anyone that's listening cares lyndon i that's want it. you to weigh in <laughs> well, let's move on uh rodney you, you mentioned there's been some some good tom cruise films in the past Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. Tom Cruise is, is like, not only am I not a huge Tom Cruise fan, I really don't like him very much, like at all. Well, okay. Since when? Uh, pretty much always. I think I remember as a as a young kid, I remember knowing, because I think in the 80s and 90s, he was most popular. I think it was fair to say. Uh, his biggest hits were, were, were in those decades, I think. Um, and I feel like I remember hearing his name a lot and then deciding early on, like, this is just not someone I was ever impressed with. Hmm. I and we can get to the films because there are films that I've liked of him, but I think that each one would have been fine whether it was him or somebody else. Hmm. Just, just my thing. Uh, but uh, Lyndon, you had 
quite a lot of social media interaction yeah. with our uh, with our listeners. So, uh, what are some of the best Tom Cruise films that people talked about? Uh, like you just said, uh, most of Tom Cruise's films, best films, seem to come from the eighties and nineties. And, and like Rod, Rodo said earlier, the um, most recent Tom Cruise films, like The Mummy, last year was the worst film of the year. And when he's given too much creative control, it's not very good. Uh, but so, which is why I think American Made was a surprise. So let's go through our social media answers. So on Twitter, Tommy Carter says Vanilla Sky. Darren generally says A Few Good Men. Alyssa Wilson says Far and Away. Sarah Brennan, Rain Man. Uh, Kevin One Walk Cinema, Top Gun. Uh, another Barabbas podcast is another one for A Few Good Men. Like the Fuse podcast, Mission Impossible. Mustache Movie News says Valkyrie. I think it's mustache, but okay. Mustache. 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 I, said, I did that. Mustache. Mustache. That's it. Uh, Craigie says cocktail. On Facebook, Becky says interview with the vampire. The birthday girl Ivy says a few good men again. Happy birthday, Ivy. Birthday, Ivy. David LeBlanc says edge of tomorrow. Bartender Nate says Magnolia. And I've got some from the rugby boys. So Softy, again, Mission Impossible. Payne the Younger says Alien Groundhog Day, also known as Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like wait, what? <laughs> Payne the Elder says uh, Jerry Maguire, and the champ says Top Gun. Ooh. So I had a few that fair, people said too, though, um, on yeah. when I shared it. And the only one that was different that I don't think was mentioned from all of those, because there was a lot of similar ones, was Coburn in California said War of the Worlds. Which I enjoy. Nope. I think that's... Nope. nope, nope, swing and a miss. No, I mean, I thought no. it was okay. Um, yeah, it was okay, it's fair. I don't think it's a bad film. Well, your grandfather, H.G. Wells, wrote it, so that's why you yeah. like it. Um, yeah. Still living off that money. <laughs> you've been uh, you've been living high high off the uh, the War of the Worlds money for a long time. The, the money exactly. that set the world into a panic. So is Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, so I think my favorite would probably be... I'm split actually between A Few Good Men and Jerry Maguire, both of which were movies. I had this thing, I had a TV with a VCR in it, and I would play like the same four or five movies every night as I went to bed. I'd, you know, put it in and and put a sleep timer. And yep, I had A Few Good Men Mm -hmm. and I had Jerry Maguire were two on rotation all the time. A Few Good Men, I could probably recite. That's how often I've seen it. I mean, nice. I I liked a lot of the movies that were listed. I think that if we're asking, I think it is a different question. Are there good movies that he's in versus do you like him in these movies? Yeah. I think I liked a lot of ones that were just listed. Um, you know, like Edge of Tomorrow, for instance, is one I've recently rewatched. Liked a lot. Uh, but my all-time favorite is The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. And that's one oh. where I, I genuinely think he gives a really like stirring performance. I think he's great in that. But the only two that like really stand out to me of that entire list that I think, you know, my, my, my thing is that if I were to put like Matt Damon or any, you know, uh, any other actor into certain roles, like Matt Damon into the Mission Impossible movies or, or whatever, that they would be just as good. But there are two that I think you really need Tom Cruise for. One was Top Gun and the other is Jerry Maguire because mm-hmm. he does have, I can definitely see the charisma and the charm. Mm-hmm. And I think for the Jerry Maguire role and the Top Gun, like cocky pilot role, mm-hmm. I get why Tom Cruise was the right right call for that. I, but I also think he's a cocky lawyer and a few good men. I think that I I don't yeah. see many other people playing that role because it's like there there's something about his charisma that is it is a very like 
cocky, arrogant. Like, you get that Jack Nicholson and A Few Good Men would hate him as a lawyer. You know what I mean? Because, he, yes, he's also in the military, but, you know, you can tell that Jack Nicholson, who's a Marine, would be like, no, you're not. You know what I mean? You're you're not the same as me. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I would say A Few Good Men. I get what you're saying. I feel like Jerry Maguire, absolutely. A Few Good Men, though, I would also put on that list. I think there's a difference between... Favorite, your favorite film with Tom Cruise in and Tom, your favorite Tom Cruise performance. Because when he goes quite dark, like he does in Vanilla Sky and Magnolia, you can tell he when he's not playing the cocky, charismatic guy, he's actually very good. But my favorite Tom Cruise films have to be like Top Gun and A Few Good Men. You, doesn't matter how many times you watch them, you're still going to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And there's a new there's a new Top Gun being made, isn't there? But um, more recent years he's just become like a parody of himself, just action shots of Tom Cruise running constantly. And with that, yeah. Have you seen, wait, have you seen that running? There's like a YouTube video of just, uh, it's just like all the movie scenes where Tom Cruise is just running. And it's yeah. just him running from things, explosions and, you know, like car chase things. And he's just like running away. And it's just scene after scene after scene from, from all these different yeah. movies like put together. It's crazy. I have a terrible but- habit of immediately judging any actor who's running. I always like, first of all, I think like, <laughs> Wait, well, what? one, you're not, you're probably like, you know, like just to see whether I believe that they're fast or not. We talked about it in Bad Frank where I was like, Kevin Internato actually looks really fast. Or Tom Cruise, I'd be like, mm, no, I don't think you're fast. <laughs> because it's like something about size, but also the way they move. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay. like, I don't like when, when actors run in movies. I feel like it makes <laughs> me start, it go, makes my brain immediately jump to a place where I'm like, is this believable or not? Now, what about Forrest Gump? Um, actually, no, I've always thought that he seemed legitimately fast. Mm. I mean, the braces fall off. So. Once the braces fall off, you, you can run like the wind. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if you can run out of braces, yeah. you're pretty fast. Yeah, that's, is, that's true. I've heard, you said it once, said it a thousand times. <laughs> I do think that's why American Made is a bit of a surprise recommendation because his films recently haven't been that great. And the new Mission Impossible film coming out is getting some rave reviews. Yeah, that's so weird to me it's like uh the series that have a bunch of sequels that just seem to be kind of throwing new ones out there to keep making money but this one is like getting all sorts of great reviews almost makes me want to have to go back and watch all the mission impossibles Mm. just so i can watch this is mission impossible movie that was hard to follow or no the first the first one was quite twisty turny okay the second one became a silly action film okay and then they've become more and more kind of like team action films he's got like a team around him now yeah Mission Impossible 3 is pretty good. You've got Philip Seymour Hoffman as uh, the villain in that. That's mm. good. They're not as confusing and hard to follow as Mission Improbable, well, <laughs> which is just me in my office trying to put a USB into the computer right the first time. It's, it's just improbable it's not, that, it's, that it's successful. Mission Impossible, speaking of movies, I watched a lot as a kid. I mean, I was even I was pretty young as a kid. That my, my family seemed to love Mission Impossible, and I never understood it. I remember thinking, like, I don't think this movie makes any sense. I love how... Lyndon Rodney felt the need to tell us that he was pretty young as a kid, as if we were confused <laughs> about potentially what age group he would fall into. But we're, we're not talking like middle school, we're talking like elementary school and Mission Impossible. All I really remember of Mission Impossible is that Emilio Estevez gets crushed by an elevator. Oh, spoiler. I don't know that I saw oh, that. Well, it's too late. Oh, boy. <laughs> so even though it's got Tom Cruise in it, are you guys going to go and see the new Mission Impossible film? Well, yeah, but I, I still think I should – well, I, I keep hearing that it's a, it's a most appreciated if you know 
sort of the progression of the other films. Not that the story is super complex, but just like certain characters that come back. So I've, I haven't seen so many of them. I think I saw the first one and that might be it. So you've I'm seen sh- Emilio Estevez get crushed by an elevator. Maybe I haven't seen the first you, one. You can skip number two. I don't, but he's got a fiance in the third film, I think, who's coming back in this one. So maybe we'll start, just start from three. Hmm. Okay. Start from three. That's what I always do. You'll be fine. Um, and and uh, Rodney, does Tom Cruise annoy you as much as Mark Wahlberg? No, significantly less. <laughs> Would you take Tom Cruise running or Mark Wahlberg not taking a role? I don't know what that means. Uh, like, how do I have to take him? <laughs> like, like, I have to watch him? This is your world, man. We're all just living in it. You tell me. Uh, I just don't. <laughs> I don't really understand the premise. Would I take Tom Cruise running? Would I take him? Here's a better way. Who would would you rather, Tom Cruise or Mark Mark Wahlberg? Oh, boy. I I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't don't know what I'm answering. I feel like you're saying, who would I have sex with? I don't. I really can't answer. Who would say that? Who would ask that question? (laughs) You said, would you rather? I don't know what it means. I think for but I guess say- I'll say Tom Cruise. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an answer. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday, Abby! I know I I actually uh, realized just now that I didn't say it when you guys both said it, <laughs> but I texted her on her birthday. So well, look at you. Yeah, you're thoughtful. <laughs> for okay. uh, for Rodney's sake, maybe we move on. You said you had a, a quiz for us. It's it's just called the Tom Cruise quiz. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a tough know. quiz, and I've been dropping lots of hints and clues to help you out. Help you out while I've been recording so far. Really? Mm. Yeah, but it's like meta. This the, is called Show Me the Money Quiz. Well, let's Ooh. call it that. You can call it whatever you like. So you both need to take it in turns, but uh, the person who's going second needs to leave the room. She can't know what the quiz is until just before you do it. Okay. Because we were actually waiting for Chet today, and he was a little bit late, mm. Rodney gets to decide if he goes first or second. Uh, I always go second. I need to know what I'm up against. Nice guys finish last. Now, is there a reason why the second time in our show's history that I, I, I delayed you guys, you're going to put me on blast? Is there a reason for that? Yeah, because yeah, you we were late. It before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, had, we had nothing else to talk about apart from what we're going to do to you. Oh, well, I'm flattered. <laughs> yeah, what what are Lyndon and I going to talk about? We don't we don't really care for each other. I don't know the World Cup, the disappointing results for his he blames his boys me for it. As if <laughs> I do blame Rodney. As if when I I That's tuned fair. in, I tried to watch a game cast of it, and I realized like, oh, soccer, you can't follow along unless you're actually watching it. Well, it might be called football. That might have been your first mistake. So, all right, I'll go first if that's what you want me to do. I'm all right. I can take that. Oh, I guess I don't. Should I not hear his reaction? I'll leave the room. Just call me when I'm ready. We'll call you in. All right, he's walking away. Okay. All right, he is. uh, We good to go? He's gone. Yeah, we're good to go. Right, so you're on a timer. And as soon as I say go. I want you, you've got a minute, so you've mm-hmm. got a, a Mission Impossible theme tune that mm-hmm. lasts a minute, mm-hmm. and you have a minute to name as many Tom Cruise films as you can. Oh, go. Jeez. Oh, go? 
Go. Oh, dang. Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2, Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible 4, Mission Impossible 5, Mission Impossible 6, I think? Edge of Tomorrow, um, uh, uh, Oblivion, um, Top Gun, um, <clears throat> dang, uh, A Few Good Men, Vanilla Sky, Magnolia, um, The Last Samurai, uh, Jerry Maguire, um, oh no, uh, Risky Business, um, he's in, he's in, uh, Tropic Thunder, uh, gosh, I don't know, um, that's it. That's your time. How many did I get? It's feel like that's like a good amount. You got. So I'm gonna give you thirteen there. No. Yeah, because you can't have. It's, it's called Mission Impossible One, Two, and Three. But after that, they have different titles. They're not called Four, Five, Six. So I'm not letting you have that. Uh, that that's suspect. That is suspect because I think are, that if I go to the movies right now, and I walk in and on the marquee, it's not going to say Mission Impossible. No, the title. It's going to say Mission Impossible Fallout. Nope. It'll say Mission Impossible 6. Nope. Yes. I am Now I'm going to go and take a picture. If I take a picture, I want those points back. <laughs> uh, no, you're not having them. Because on IMDb, they're listed as Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Suspect. This is this whole thing is suspect, and it's under, I, it's under protest. <laughs> well, I am the judge. You're not having it. You've got 13. Well, okay, all right. Was the music a bit loud? Should I have not played the music? Lyndon, 13 colonies is all we needed to defeat your nation. So I'll take 13 and I'll be happy for that. (laughs) Well, Rodney's never getting 13, so I think you're all right. Well, you have to play the music the same noise, uh, same (laughs) level as uh, when Rodney comes Was it a bit off-putting, was it? It was quite off-putting. It was quite off-putting. All right, I'll go get Rado. Uh, there's okay. a really good chance he heard me say all of those. Uh, now that I, <laughs> I think he didn't go far enough away, to be honest. But I'll go get him. You can be down here. Yeah. That seems unfair. No, it's not that. You just couldn't hear my answers. You're not allowed to hear my answers. So you can hear Rod- my answers. Yeah, because my answers are already in. So Rodney, yes. Uh, should I give Should I give you a score to beat? Yes. Score to beat is thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. And so you have a minute of Mission Impossible music to name as many Tom Cruise films as you can. Go. Wait, now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mi- all right, Mission Impossible, Risky Business, A Few Good Men, uh, Vanilla Sky, Collateral. Can I do, say, Mission Impossible, like all the Mission Impossibles? Uh, uh, I just say all of them. <laughs> um, uh... American made Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4. Mission, uh, Jerry Maguire, um, Brain Man, um, did I say Vanilla Sky? Oblivion? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Magnolia? That's it. Oh! <laughs> Magnolia is just out. Just out? Tw- just out, and that gives you 12. No. So 13 no. to 12. Yep. And I did, I, I'm giving this, applying the same rule I applied to Chet. Listen to this. You can't this have Mission Impossible right 4, 5, 6, because that's not what they're called. Well, it doesn't matter, because either way, if we had them or didn't have them, I still had one more than you. Yeah. And basically, I couldn't give Magnolia because I've got no plan if it's a draw. <laughs> Uh, also, also, um, <laughs> no, I, you only counted up to Mission Impossible Four. You didn't say five or six anyway. 
Okay, yeah. So this guy. Also, technically, you did. Is there that, that many? How did I not Six? say American Made? That's the, that's yeah, the that's name a, of this episode. Did I say American Made? Yeah, you did. You did oh, say good. American Made. Chet did it. Thank How God. did I not Chet say it? War of the Worlds. Dag. Oh, dumb. So yeah, Chet's just beating you by one there, but that was close. I feel was, like it. Did you? Did, why are you, you yelling right wait, now? Wait, did you? Uh, your, your bed, it's like you oh, went man. to a concert <laughs> and now you're screaming. <laughs> I am. I'm excited. Um, did the calm down. Did you start when the music started or when you said start? Because I wasn't... Same, same thing happened to me. You didn't count me down. Same exact thing happened to me. I was like, wait, do I go now? You didn't count me down. Yeah, you know why? Because he's suspect. That's the word well, for tonight. I, well, but I'm consistently suspect with both of you. So you both yeah, had. I did have the same experience. We, You and I shared equally disappointing Linden experiences tonight. <laughs> His Yelp review is two stars at best. Suspect. And I'm pretty sure when Legner and other people listen to this, they'll... They'll moan about my counting. Why is that? I'm, I, uh, I wasn't really paying that much attention. What? And I was, Wait! Hold on, are you kidding me? In a one-score game, 13 to 12, you say you weren't paying attention? You had so one minute to, to count. Down, of now now I kind of want to go back. Yeah, now, now I don't know. Now we're going to have to listen back. Listeners, well, it's your job because Lyndon is, cannot be trusted. He is three gin and tonics deep. And you, Wait the listeners, minute. need to tell us who won, Rodney or Lyndon. That's you, Zanger. You need to tell us, uh, Craig, Ivy, like Did I Dan. Say interview with a let vampire? us know who no, won didn't. that contest because what? Lyndon can't be trusted today. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm serious. We need the listeners. Did to you catch me say collateral? I will not feel uh, yeah, like I, I, I feel good about my victory until they tell me that it, that it happened. You are. Uh- yeah, Actually, collaterals got- are really good. That's a sneaky, really good Tom Cruise movie. I love yeah, collateral. Oh, with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, hmm. he's like got the he's like silver haired in that one. Jamie Foxx. No, Tom Cruise. T. Cruise. <laughs> T. Crizzle. You know what? I think I got more than I'm going to just call myself the winner anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Pretty, I was counting pretty, pretty listening pretty hard. You got twelve. Shut up. Now he thinks he knows. Yeah. Well, I definitely know. You went from saying I didn't count very hard to I counted pretty hard. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm joking when I talk. Well, I know. I think you're joking now when you say you're counting pretty hard. <laughs> Linda, not everything's a joke, okay? This is, this is real life. <laughs> this is here. a serious game. <laughs> and unfortunately, Rodney lost. I'm pretty sure that means Rodney does a voice. Yeah. Actually, oh that's God. true. And I have, a, I have, I have a suggestion. Actually, <laughs> all day long, I've had the song "Cruise" by Florida Georgia Line and Nelly stuck in my head. So, Rodney, could you do your best Nelly voice for us? What does Nelly sound like? <laughs> you just like? have to be auto tuned, I think. The rapper? Yeah. What would you think I meant? I said, what, do you, what do you want me to rap? I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, Linda. Do you have a better one? Um, I don't know. Pablo Escobar, it's a nice <laughs> Colombian accent. Hola, this is Pablo Escobar. I want you to give me a million dollars in cash for all of my cocaine tonight. Oh, I forgot. Was I supposed to say something about an iTunes review for the Down the Hall guys? You can, you can go ahead and give them a review on iTunes. They aren't as good as cocaine, but they're close. Five stars. I mean, frankly, that didn't sound Chet, anything like Nelly to me. But Chet, what, what do you think Michael Caine would say to Pablo Escobar? Michael Caine? He'd say, that over there, 
It's Michael Caine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I think Michael Caine you've got. Michael Caine. I don't know what that over there sounded like. Oh, that. You're right. You know what? You know what? It's true, though. I think think you are in in a place to tell me what... uh, what my accent should sound like. You're... Uh, yeah, I am because I'm forced. I'm forced to hear you guys make fun of all of the accents when when you just give them to me seconds uh, all, before. All you so had yeah, to do is win the game, Rodney. All you had to do. Hey, Lyndon, I won the game. Rodney, keep you in just mind didn't have, you you weren't planned for a tie. <laughs> yeah. I told you not to give details. Yeah, well, you're the one who gave me the details. All right, time to go to the spoilers, right? Spilly yep. the spoils. The, the spigotties. Uh, this is where we talk about our favorite scenes of American Made without spoiling it for you. You had the warning. Get out of here because we're now about to talk about some details uh, that might be spoily. So, uh, Rodney, what was your favorite scene of American Made? My favorite scene is uh, when Tom Cruise has this like makeshift runway and he's got to get the plane with all of the drugs up in the air. Uh, and you know, he's a pretty like, you know, well-established pilot and he's basically saying like, there's no way. And they, I think at first they tell him like, like that it's, that it should be possible. And then they, they realize like that there's like wreckage of other people who have tried. Um, but to me, that whole scene, that whole exchange where they like, he's like starting and then they like, you know, push him back further and, um, yeah, they continue to load up the plane like far more than he's comfortable. Um, and then that massive guy gets on the plane as well. Oh yeah, they're like, and he's because he's got to like watch the product. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, then, and then when he comes off the plane, he looks so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, my favorite scene is like, I think it's right after that <clears throat> when he's back at their place and it gets raided, and like there's just people firing like semi-automatic weapons on the house, and he's like, "Should should we should we run?" And they're like, "No, it's fine. Like it's fine. Whatever." This there seems to be a siege going on. Should we? <laughs> We need to get out of here, right? Mm. That's the Latin American attitude. You'd be the one saying, mm, "It's fine." Yeah, that's the Latin American attitude, <laughs> and you—that's that's fine, I guess. Eh, don't worry about it. I—I well, I think my favorite like scene or sequence is um, when he's like doing quite a lot of trafficking, and they're uh, getting chased by like the DEA border patrol, and they're flying over. Like towards America, they've got small planes with lots of fuel, and they're getting chased by these jets. And they just have to keep flying until they have to turn back, and then it turns out they get planes with lots of fuel as well. He ends up landing on this street, doesn't he? And he gets oh, yeah. covered in cocaine. Yeah, he steals this little kid's bike and just starts cycling away. <laughs> oh, oh wait, he's like like completely covered in like like white. Like he's like you can see it all on him, right? Cocaine, yeah, yeah. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> I mean, but he probably had a ton of energy to pedal that bag fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Burnt the tires. Mm. True story. True story. Yep. Yep. But no, yeah. this this was it's, a really fun one. It's a real. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun film. Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And has quite a. And it is a true story. So you've got that kind of tension in the background, and it does have quite a downbeat end. Obviously, doesn't it? Downbeat. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the end because it's been it it's does. been two it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's been a year it sure since I does. saw it and I'm like, uh what was the end? Uh he dies. Yeah. Dead. American made. Very Just sad. What other things are American made, Rodney? Liberty. Mm. Freedom. The pursuit of happiness. Some parts of some uh, American automobiles. American pie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apple pie. Well, pie made in my kitchen. Mm. Huh? Do you make pie in the kitchen? I don't. I've never made pie in the kitchen, no. Have you ever made pie? No, actually, no. That's true. I've just never made pie. <laughs> so this great America of yours, how did they get on in the uh, the biggest sporting event in the world? The Super Bowl? Our team was there. Oh, oh, really? oh I get it. So you're now trying to make... Do you think that it's going to hurt to talk to Americans about a soccer team that didn't make it to the you, World well, Cup? No, I'm sorry, no, are you I'm trying just to hurt tailor the World Cup? The biggest sporting event in the world America has no involvement in. Yeah, you're trying to insult us with the World Cup. Mm. You know what else we have no involvement in? Watching the World Cup. <laughs> so it, we're fine. Apart from while I was over there, it was on everywhere. You're, no, you're right. We, we, did, we didn't turn it on. <laughs> it's uh, we, <laughs> Every pub had it on. It's... uh. Were you upset? Because this is the actually the the most fraudulent thing is not what we're saying right now. The most fraudulent thing is that when you were here, you said I don't care about yeah soccer. Buggeroo. <laughs> That's because <laughs> I grew up obsessed with it. I kept scrapbooks and sticker books, and their last ten we haven't won a knockout game in ten years, and we'd look rubbish going into the competitions. So I was expecting very little. So basically, and I was also what told because England played a game them. while we were over there. I was also told specific by by Lindsay, under no circumstances was I allowed to watch it. You have a sticker book? That's what I care about. A sticker yeah. book. <clears throat> is it Scratch well, well, and Sniff? Is it, is it what? Scratch and Sniff stickers. You know what Scratch and Sniff stickers are? Like you got like a cleats one and like a socks one and then the grass and you scratch them and it smells like it. This, the cleats smell like sweat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that sounds horrible. Well, why, that's, why would anyone want that? Chet made up actual stickers that don't exist. You'd get Did more I? like cherry and they'd smell like cherry. Um, um, it's a sticker that we'll, we'll send you. It's an American we'll, innovation. We'll send you some. They're American made. <laughs> well done. Um, just like Apple, solving problems that don't need to be solved. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, next week we'll be back solving problems that do need to be solved, which is taking back movie night. Uh, that is my transition <laughs> as we try to wrap this sucker up. Um, you can find us on Twitter at down the hall guys. You can go to Facebook where we're there as well. You can, co- uh, contribute to the conversations that we have. Like tonight was favorite Tom Cruise film. You can also go to our website, down the hall podcast.com where you can scroll down and recommend a movie for us. Mm. Um, as always, uh, what, what are you about to say? Lyndon, are you saying that Apple didn't invent apps and that apps serve no, uh, no function? For us? No actual function? No, I'm just saying every time you get an upgrade of your iPhone, there's always something changed that didn't need to be changed. Like you, not you having like a apps? headphone port. Like the app Taste? Oh, God. I, I, I did not get that at all. <laughs> it's okay. Burn! <laughs> you got smoked. Yes, I did. <laughs> Go on, off you go in your spaceship. <laughs> he was ready to do it before he even said it, I think. <laughs> I was, I knew. I. Oh, I knew it. I had him. I had him pegged. <laughs> I had him for a peg from the beginning. <laughs> well, well, we I started off a at a low standard today. of insults. Editing this will be fun. I mean, you just chop off the end, it's fine. We'll see you guys next week.